We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Rodney, can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> I so, I want to start this podcast out by saying Rodney's a liar. <laughs> well, to be honest. <laughs> uh. You are correct. <laughs> so, yeah. So I said that uh, at the end of the he last said podcast, he was not going I, yeah. to be posting a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that turned out to be a lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I have nothing to say. That turns out you're going to be eating crow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to be eating a lot of crow, um, and, and, and eating a deer. And eating some deer. Yes. That's the best part. Yeah, uh, so last podcast I said I wasn't going to post any. And, of course, this is the funny thing, right? This is how this whole crap show works. Um, this whole crap show. Right. Well, a lot so, of confidence in our own program here, huh? Before, they, well, they know this already. That's what I'm saying. This is how they, this crap show works. They, they, they already know that I lied. Even before they listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because... I've already released the pictures. I know uh, on Instagram. So even before they heard me say I'm not going to do this, I already did it. I know. So I they're going to they're going to listen to the I, end of that I, last podcast I, and be like, "Wait, what? Liar! Maybe they're talking about a different deer." <laughs> no, I'm not. No. That, that's the deer I'm talking about. I, I called um, bullshit on that last night. So did I. I know y'all <laughs> both you remember, right? Y'all both, both did. of us did. Y'all were both like. Screw you, Creepo. Oh, that didn't work at all. That goes the other way. That definitely didn't help things. Took me the wrong way. I was like, I'm not even in here. I have to lean in. So just trying to to get in the picture here. Um, Yeah, so we ended up last, we ended the last podcast. And this is kind of the bummer. So we're wanting to record this podcast. And by the way, Didon's doing what's natural to him. Leaning to the right. Oh. <laughs> I actually am leaning to the right right now. Um, this is bullshit. Yeah, so uh, we wanted to record this podcast. What I'm trying to get at is, oh, it's not over yet. No. And we're recording this podcast, and we may have to have an amendment to it. Um, we may have to add another little piece on it. You know, depending on how tomorrow goes, because the hunt's not over. We still got one more day. One more day. But we don't have one more opportunity to be together and record this podcast. To be together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, so we're recording this tonight, even though we've got another day of hunting tomorrow. But we couldn't not record it together because the events of this morning happened to be pretty awesome. Happen to, to be yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> They're going to get so tired. You can't stop it. You cannot stop it. <clears throat> we cannot expect them to be as excited about this as we are. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. I can already tell. Uh, yeah. So... Last week we left off um, in camp. Uh, I had shot uh, a buck late in the evening, and we thought with the blood that was on the arrow and with my um, rememberings of the shot, (laughs) 
and what you had saw uh, when the buck was was walking away is that we thought it was probably a liver shot. Yeah, we could not have been more right. It's exactly what it was. Um, but that's what that's where we left off, and we were going to have to go back in this morning and and see what we could find. And that that overnight wait sucks. It does. I I can't even explain that. I mean, I actually got a little bit of sleep last night, but it was kind of restless sleep. But you know, when you when you shot a buck, especially one a good buck, you know, I mean, this is not no two hundo or anything like that, but a good buck, a good, really good buck, good good deer. Um, and then you have to wait. And there's all kinds of things that you're, you're that's running through your mind. Did did I actually hit him good? Did I did I? Um, well, and your recollections sometimes aren't always as accurate as you think they are. Yeah. If you remember the first bull I killed with my bow. Yeah. I could have swore I hit him right in the freaking boiler maker, and mm-hmm. and the blood we found kind of yeah, confirmed that there's a ton of blood, but I had actually huge collect. Coagulation yeah, piles, huge and, coagulation yeah. piles, bright, frothy blood. Yeah, I actually hit him in the hind end, hit a yep. hit an artery, but yep, you um, shot him in the ass. But my recollection was that I had hit him exactly right. And I think the hard part about that is, you know, when you shoot, you've got this the the, the picture that you've got is kind of like a freeze frame. You pull that trigger, and it's like a camera goes off, and that's the still frame that you have. And it's hard to recognize if that animal took a step, turned, or any of that in the shot. And and what I you know I, I know when I shot, what I was watching is not the animal, but that arrow. Yeah. Especially because I had the lighted knocks, um, and that's what I was watching. And I saw, I heard the whop, and then I saw that lighted knock disappear, but. In my mind, it went through the deer, but I, you start replaying that, and you're like, you know, because that's what it, the first thing I said to myself is, did I hit that damn boulder? Yeah. You know, because he was standing just the other side of it. But if I hit the boulder, I missed bad. Yeah. Because he was past the boulder. But still, that's what it goes through your mind, right? And uh, well, we, we talked about it last night when you were on your walk, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and, which which yeah. needs to go to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. There's some teachable moments out of that. Right. But uh we 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 talked about it and he Rodney said, you know, I've had four or five hours now to think of three or four hours to think about it and he said, Absolutely, I'm positive of the shot. Mm-hmm. He he finally said, All things aside taking all the emotion and the doubt out of it, I'm positive of the, of the shot. Yeah. And I said, well, that's a dead deer. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's kind of what we had come to conclusion of looking at the, looking at the arrow, looking at the blood that is on the arrow, knowing, you know, smelling the arrow, arrow knowing mm-hmm. that there wasn't any rumen content. So you, you're not in a, you're not in a gut shot mm-hmm. situation. Um, we knew it probably wasn't lung shot simply mm-hmm. because the blood didn't indicate that. But you take all those things into account and you have a fairly high confidence in the shot that you took based off of all the factors, how he was humped up, where I saw blood on him, yep. all that stuff. Even at that, 
that weight overnight is just killer because it is so hard. So many scenarios run through your mind. We absolutely made the right choice in what we did. We absolutely, absolutely made the right choice absolutely. in pulling out, allowing that animal to bed down um, and go ahead and, and expire. We, we made the right choice. Had we done anything else, I think our outcome would have been pretty different, specifically going in too soon and bumping that animal. Yeah, 100%. And, and so... And before we get into the different scenarios, you know, I mean, that's what, that's what I laid there thinking last night. And that's what, that's, those are the things that, and and it just goes from bad to worse, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thoughts that roll through your head as you're laying there is, is, you know, did I hit him good? Did I not hit him good? Is he, is he out there suffering? Is, you know, these are the types of things that roll through your head first, right? And then... It gets worse. Like you, you start thinking, well, if he is dead out there, are the coyotes eating him? Did he walk off so far that we're never going to be able to find him? Um, are we going to show up in the morning and there's going to be a lion on him? Or are we going to show up in the morning and there's going to be some hunters in there on him? And I'm going to fight like hell and be like, that's my deer! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or, or a very unhappy deer that he was stuck last night. <laughs> right, yeah. And there's I mean, just all kinds of scenarios that roll through your head, you know. And then you're looking at your clock and it's like all of a sudden freaking midnight and you got to get up in four hours. And it's it, it takes a toll, man. Um, and so we got up this morning and we went right back to the spot. And, of course, the first thing we see is a whole bunch of damn deer. There was doe strung out all over across there and yep. my immediate thought was crap how are we going to get to this thing because if he is up there and he's still alive and we bust these does and they're they gonna, bust him out they're going to take him that's going to suck yeah um but then my other thought was well with all of these does around probably no coyotes yep but if there's no coyotes maybe there's no dead buck <laughs> this is how that goes man and it's just it's it's painstaking it really yeah, is it it's, just, a, it's a tough tough thing to to sort through all of that stuff and when you're carrying that and you know hunting is an emotional at least for us we're pretty dang emotional about all this stuff and um so we just drove through the does who gave zero shits we went on up there parked um kind of glassed the clearing didn't see anything and decided to walk up in there and with every step you take it just gets a little worse yeah i don't see him I well, don't see the other, the other bad dudes, part we is were all knocked there was too. no blood. There was no there, blood trail. No blood trail. We were all knocked. Yep. I mean, just all knocked and ready, uh, arrow ready, and that's you know that's one of the things that I played in played in my mind over and over last night is walking up on him and him standing up and me having to put another one in him or you or you know whatever whatever the scenario. I is. couldn't because he would have been too close. That's that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, you, you play these scenarios over in your, over in your head, and um, we we fanned out, and we're going through there. And when you're looking for these animals, the it's tricky because you're you're still watching the ground, and there's so many tracks out there. Yeah, so many tracks out there. You're trying to be quiet. There's crunchy ass snow in there. You're looking for tracks. There's tracks everywhere. So you're looking for blood, but you also got to keep your dang head up and look for the deer. Yep. And like I said, every single step um, is torture. And see, 
and I don't I don't know about Didon, but my my mentality at that point was a little bit different. I was not looking for tracks or blood. Mm-hmm. I my thought process was let's sweep these trees, look for the animal because mm-hmm. I was fairly certain that he was probably down. Mm-hmm. Be ready for him to jump up. <clears throat> Had we gone all the way through those trees, then I would have come back and started to look for a mm-hmm. blood trail, and that's probably. Given the circumstances, given the confidence in the shot, what we saw, where he went in, I was fairly confident that he was right there. And so my eyes were looking for that animal yeah. specifically. Yeah. And I, I was looking for blood and and was noticeably noticing there was no blood anywhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean. Which is, which is, which is funny. So. We're creeping through there, and like I said, fortunately, we didn't have to go too far. No. Um, because every step, like I said, every, every step is just one more step that you don't see the buck. And I would, every step I took, I was like, God, I hope I find this animal. Um, and then I hear a little whistle from Didon, and he says over here, and it was just, I didn't even see him yet. I, I didn't see, I just, I knew that Didon had found him, and it was just like, you know, just all of that weight right off your shoulders. Um, and then I walk over there and I see the animal and that's when all the fun and excitement starts. Um, and I have nothing against solo hunters, man. If that's your, if that's your thing and that's what you love, go do it. I would hate it. I love sharing all of that with my buddies. Absolutely. Um, Going through all that with my pals uh, made it ten times better than if I was just doing it by myself. Plus, I'm not the one that found it. <laughs> not that, that was, I, the, that not was that my I, favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah. Was just watching. I was standing at the animal, and I got to watch your reaction whenever mm-hmm. I said, hey, he's right here. And you, you could see, I mean, you looked like you were going to collapse. Oh, I mean, dude, it, it, it felt like it, man. I was, I was, I was... When when we found the arrow yesterday, um, there was a lot of excitement because it looked like good blood. Um, confirmed that it was a hit anyway. And the initial thought was, good hit, dead deer. Right? But that's always... I don't... I, Unless you, I don't, watch, unless you I, watch him lay down and die. Yeah, I don't know anybody that takes a shot and goes, oh, I missed. Most people take a shot. Ah, I hit him. Yeah. And, and then they disprove that fact or prove it. Yeah. But you don't usually shoot and then, no, oh, I missed. And then disprove that. Usually it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, in, in all the scenarios that we talked about yesterday, who was going where and up up mm-hmm. which canyon. And, you know, if I was going to stay at the at the truck in glass for you, all of that. If it didn't happen exactly the way that it laid out yesterday, like you were saying earlier, that uh-huh. that that deer could have been standing on top of the hill, looked down and saw me at the truck and said, "Yeah, we ain't doing this." You know, it it all had to come together just absolutely perfectly. Yeah, um, and that is, and that's something that I, I wanted to bring up because, especially hunting big deer, there's there's some chance to it, all of that stuff, but. Particularly for big deer, all of the pieces have to come together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the little scenarios. And you can plan. And, like, 
my plan was, you know, when, when we left, and of course we do this as a group, so we plan as a group. Um, when we left yesterday um, to go set up on this area where we thought this buck was going to come out again, we made a plan together. It wasn't my original plan. Yeah. You know, um, originally I, I had wanted zero faith in the plan. I know. Originally, I wanted to go to one side, um, and then well, one ori- of you go to the other. Originally, the plan was for us all three to go in there yeah. and get set up. And and those <clears> were my two options. <throat> my original plan was one go to one side, one go to another, and one watch. Yeah. Or all three of us go in there and get set up. But I wanted the third one to set up in an in an area that allowed him to watch. Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say we had done that. I mean, D-Don didn't want anything to do with the plan because he didn't think it was going to work at all. He was like, yeah, this is stupid. Um, he wanted to go around to the other side because we had put the some. the next canyon. We had put some, yeah, in the next canyon because we would put some does to bed. And he thought, that buck's probably over there with him does. We yeah. know he was with those. Um, and there's a good chance that he's over there. So D-Don went plumb around over there. Um, but had we done things the way I originally wanted, and let's say Dedon stayed at the truck behind a set of binoculars, the buck where he came out most assuredly would have seen him mm-hmm. and maybe decides to go off the back side instead of this side. Yeah. So you never can tell what's going to happen. Um, and let's say the buck doesn't decide to go off the other side, still comes down there. I still get the same shot. Dedon's standing at the truck. The buck walked 100 yards from where the truck was parked. Yeah. He could have very easily got a chance to shoot at it, or he could have just run it off, you know. But because he was where he was and we were where we were, the buck ended up just going into those trees 100 yards from the truck and laid down and ended up passing. And couldn't have worked out better. No. It just couldn't have worked out better because it was 100 yards from the dang truck. Um, He walked a long way to get there, and thankfully, because if I'd have splattered him right where I shot him, that would have been a long, you know, 300-yard drag to the truck. Yeah. <laughs> you he, know? He he basically loaded himself in the truck he for pretty us. Much, he really did. pretty much did. That was the lightest packing job I think I've ever had right? on a deer. There were three of us, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so when, when Dedon found him and I walked up there, um, I mean, that's a dream come true. Mule deer are my favorite animals. Uh, and... You know, we've had this discussion plenty of times about what what would be your favorite animal to take or hunt or, you know, elk is extremely exciting during the rut, all of that stuff. But mule deer to me are just special, especially big mule deer. Mm-hmm. And have the opportunity to take a big mule deer like that. Um, with a bow. Anybody should be bow. happy with that deer with a rifle. Right. Um, and then to do it with a bow is With a just... bow, on public land, with my buddies, um, super cool. Yeah. Uh, just super, super cool. And he is a great deer. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. Um, and we had pictures of him live on the hoof the night before. Yeah. That even makes it more special. (laughs) That's, that is pretty cool. Um, that you would talk about what defines a hunt. We hunted that deer. We did. Yeah. We We, we weren't hunting deer. We hunted a specific animal. Yeah. In a specific area with one intent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. And that's and that worked out really cool. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Super glad, obviously. Um, but super glad. You know, when I spotted him the night before, which I guess was two nights ago now, um, he was 
I, I, I swear within 10 feet. Yeah, you said that. Of where I shot him. And that to that makes it even more cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. part of the reason that Dedon was like, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place, but it did this time. Um, so it made it really cool, really fun. Um, and we had him done. We had him out of there and packed in the truck by 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. So we caped him out. Um, and that's the big debate right now is whether I'm going to shoulder mount him or where, whether I'm going to um, do a European mount. No debate in my mind. But. No, I, I, I know where you stand. Um, I'm a big fan of the European mounts. Uh, I caped him out. Um, and, and you can take this away with you, Dion. The reason I caped him out is because of what you said. You have to cape him out. Um, you have to shoulder mount him. So I caped him out because I didn't want to ruin the opportunity. I didn't want to just say, no, forget then, it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. And I'm not, a, I mean, if, if something happened and we, we messed it up while we were caping it or something like that, no big deal. Um, but I didn't want to ruin the, I, I'm not a huge fan of like just going and getting a different gear and putting on it because I'm like, well, that's not really my deer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So we caped him out. Uh, I'll get home, I'll discuss it with the wife, and I may do a shoulder mount on him. Um, He's, he I'm, is, I'm leaning that way. He is, without a doubt, worthy of a shoulder mount. That is that is a deer that any public land hunter would be proud to have yeah. on the wall. He's he's a 160-inch deer. Um, that, that was just a pick-up bed tape measure, too. I mean, that... Yeah. But he's going to be close because Kyle did it. I mean, I yeah, was, I was just, I was just a little off on my estimation. Yeah, on my field, field, yeah. field score. That's that's all right. I, um, I'll, 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 I'm perfectly happy with with what he is. Um, but yeah, so he's 100 percent worthy of a of a shoulder mount. Yeah, he's a good deer. Um, but I'm partial to European mounts, mm-hmm. and my daughter just shot a 140 inch mule deer. It was her first mule deer. Um, she was giving me some crap because she was like. Dad's never killed one that big. And I was like, listen, baby girl, that's <laughs> private land, kind of special circumstances. No. Don't don't get all big don't, for your britches. Don't get too big for your britches. Now I get to walk home and be like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> and yes, take, take will that. do that. Yes, I will. Yes, yes will. I will. <laughs> With the bow! <laughs> Nothing like crushing a child's dreams in your presence. <laughs> No, she'll be super excited. But I think I think that that you know I didn't I didn't cape hers. And one of the things is is I told her, you know, I'm, there's no sense in caping it and getting a shoulder mount. I'm partial to European mounts, and it's another reason I'm like, well, it looked really good European mount right next to my daughter's European mount. Got them yeah. in the same season. Um, to me, that could be, you know, the nice thing just is adds to the memories. It's cold enough. It's going to freeze tonight, so you can do whatever you want. With it. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I, I don't have to make that decision right now. That's no. that's good because uh, it is cold. It's actually warmer than it has been. It is warmer. <laughs> Period. Period. It's Eight Middle o'clock, the... and it's forty degrees. It hasn't hit forty degrees, but I like don't twice. think that. I don't think that's right. It I, can, so I wouldn't think so, but well, the water that I had in, inside with dinner. Froze yeah. while we were sitting there having dinner. Yeah. All right, well, I don't it's think not, it's, 40, it's not no degrees. forty degrees. It's going to freeze tonight. Yeah, it's a Chevy pickup. Certainly, that's true. It's true. 
<laughs> At least I have a pickup. I wouldn't oh, that's, pick that's true, too. I wouldn't pick on you if I liked you. <laughs> we, we did have to go pick Dieter up because his little car couldn't make, make them it out. out here. I sold my truck, and the Jeep's not done. Keep throwing yourself that. Excuses. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we were we were real excited for Rodney. That was that was a great moment. Um, you only get a few of those probably in your lifetime, mm. specifically on public land. Yeah. Um, so we were pretty excited about it. Um, but we continued to hunt. We did. We did. We had had some information that maybe. There's some deer in a different area. And so we went and glassed and found some does. And I wanted to stay in that area. Dedon wanted to drive around and and play truck ambush. <laughs> <laughs> in You've been Chevy. saving up for that all afternoon, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> and so and so we did. Um and I didn't have any buck come out of the valley that I was watching, but I did have some, uh, I did have some does and a little forky come out behind me and I snuck back down the draw to them and the entire time down there, the really the only reason I went after that little forky was because I was bored out of my mind sitting there waiting for something to come out of that valley. And so but the entire time I was headed down there, I was just thinking, okay, am I really going to shoot this thing? No, I don't think so. But part of the fun of hunting is testing your skill. See how close you can get. Um, and I'd have done it anyways, whether I shot him or not. But uh, I stalked in on this little buck. I got within about 30 yards of him, and I was just i was playing in my mind. Am I going to shoot him? Am I not going to shoot him? I don't need to. I'm not in a you know I'm not in a, in a place where I absolutely have to have the meat, um, so I was leaning towards not. But I also really wanted to kind of draw back on him and see, um, and then a, a little doe uh, must have caught a little bit of movement of my head and and blew off to my left, and they came around, they ran he he was about thirty yards and they ran off to about a hundred yards and that was the end of that. Uh, for the evening, but. see, I, I think he totally should have shot him. Um, there, there are several things that you got to consider here. One, our average is great. Yeah, and you're messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, for coming from the guy who just killed a 160 inch mule, today. right? <laughs> <laughs> you should have shot him, Kyle. He wouldn't have laughed at you. Yeah. No. No. I. I, I, No. He wouldn't have. No. He wouldn't. I. I know he wouldn't have laughed at me. Um, I mean, I was willing to shoot like this little bitty tiny crab claw of a forky. I know. And let you go after. But here's the difference. I've killed something with a bow. Mm -hmm. I killed my my elk with a bow. You hadn't killed anything with your elite. Mm -hmm. And you really wanted to kill something with that bow. Yeah. And so I'm sitting in a different seat because I don't need the meat. I don't really need to take home a little forky because I got plenty of meat in the freezer, and mm-hmm. I don't have to kill something with my bow. No, you don't. So, but you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. No, to, to, no. I, I mean, yeah, to I'm, my credit, right? I thought about it. I mean, so just re- reverse the roles real quick. I, I think that you probably would have had we not killed this deer. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, I because sure. none of us wanted to go home skunked again from Tubi. Yeah, you know we did last time. Last time we left here uh, with nothing in our pockets, and there's no reason that we should have left with nothing in our pockets last no. time. Because last time there was deer everywhere. Yeah, we had opportunity after opportunity, and we just never sealed the deal. Yeah, um, you you said it today. You you said the last time we were up here, we saw more bucks in any given day. Mm-hmm. Than we've seen on this entire hunt, yeah, pretty much, and and that's absolutely a fact. Yeah, totally. And we've had we had more opportunities in one day than we've had in this entire hunt. Yeah, yeah. I, true opportunities. Um, I I think we've had three. I, I that little stock yeah. that I had this evening was was not really no an no that wasn't much of an opportunity that was that was. So you're saying there's, there's a chance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if that would have, if that one would have worked out, um, you know, so like Kyle said, Kyle, Kyle wanted to go off and, and I think, you know, I, I agree with Kyle and me and Dion talked about this a lot while we were driving around looking for deer, trying to truck bush them. Um, you wanted out of the truck, man. Yeah, I did. You wanted out of the truck. You wanted to get on the ground. Uh, and I don't blame you because we don't like hunting from the truck. And we've been fighting um, this damn snow. But the snow, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, spot and stalk's what we love. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that all Absolutely. of us uh, would prefer to do a spot and stalk. Um, I like still hunting as well, but I'd still prefer spot and stalk because yeah. I want to know that there's, I want to know that I'm heading somewhere. Yep. Um, so even when I'm still hunting, basically what I'm doing is looking for something that I can spot and then stalk. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's just not an option right now. No, I mean, no. there's very f- few hillsides that don't have snow on them, and those generally don't have the deer. So it's been very tough. Even where I got m- my buck, yeah, there was plenty of snow. The only reason that that worked is because we identified where they were coming in the day before, and we just went in and said, we're going to sit right here, yeah. which is another thing we don't like doing. Yep. Um, but you were willing to do it. Like you said, you got bored and went and chased a forky. Um D-Don was wanted more to see deer and have a small chance of putting together one of those stupid little stocks, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and to his credit, we saw two good bucks, yeah. which we hadn't been seeing, but we saw two really good bucks. Um, Stocked in within 88 yards. Yeah. So, and... Uh, well, and the other one was sixty yards before he yeah. stood up. But yeah. I mean, we ne- we never got to get out of the truck on that one. That that guy was just bedded sixty yards off the dang road. Yeah, um, but, in a place that I think I mean he's bedded. So it, there, driven by there's a that, ton of trucks that drove we've by driven by. by we yeah. personally have driven by that twice a day for the last yeah. probably four days. Yeah, so he I mean he's bedded in a real stupid place, um, and I think Deedon just. I think Deedon just didn't think that something was right there. I don't think that it really thought it was a I deer. I didn't. I was like, was just like something looks strange something about was, that. Yeah. And I'd caught it out of my eye, but I just figured it was a stump. Yeah. Yeah. It. He was laying it away from like us with his butt to us, looking away yeah. from us. And he was up, you know, he, typically when, when, strange you, when you see mm-hmm. a deer bedded on the side of a hill, they're laying to where their body is level, either mm-hmm. like looking downhill or uphill or something like that. But not this dude. He's His head was uphill and his butt was downhill at an angle. Um, 
And it was very weird. And I, I'd seen it, but I just dismissed it. Yeah. And d was like, hey, that looked weird. Let's go back. And I was like, all right. And we backed up. And sure enough, it was a buck. Um, and a decent one. So, but but the first one, yeah, the first one that that I actually did get to make a stock on, mm-hmm. I was blessed with the public land curse of other hunters, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who stopped in the middle of the highway to, or stopped in the middle of the road, the dirt road, to look at the deer that I was stalking, and uh, uh, pretty uncourteous of them, but eh. I don't know that I would. They couldn't tell that I was stalking. Yeah, them. so yeah. we probably, I probably would have done the same thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. But I'm sure we have done that. The yeah. joys of public land. Yeah, that that's exactly that. I mean, they they probably saw that buck and didn't really even notice you at first. Who knows? But 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 yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It was a long shot anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I got within 88 yards of him. Yeah, and he had two does with him. Mm-hmm. And they were not happy that the truck had stopped to take a look. Yeah. And they were not happy. I'm sure that they knew that I was there. I was in crunchy snow. Mm-hmm. As other trucks had walked by, drove by, I was able to use that to my advantage and walk through the snow and use the, the cover of the truck noise to muffle my, my yeah. footsteps. And that's, and that's the best way to do that, if you can if you can do that, mm-hmm. um, is use that, use some some other noise. In fact... Um, when we were in the same area and trying to make that, trying to make the stock on probably the same buck. Uh, yeah, I'm positive it was the um, same buck. A couple of days ago, that's what I was I was doing, was trying to use the trucks that came by to to advance and get get closer. The problem is, you can't rely on them because um, there was probably four or five trucks within about a ten minute period. And then there was nothing for an hour, so you're just stuck mm-hmm. in the middle of wherever you got stuck whenever the last truck drove by and just waiting on something because that crunchy yeah, snow didn't let you go any further. It was so noisy. And it, it you know, it did. It made it it made the hunt tough. Um another reason that I was super glad that I you know got to go in there and just sit and wait for that one to come in. Yeah. Because um, I didn't have to move. Uh and that made it nice because that movement out here is just it's tough. I mean, where we wanted to hunt, where we wanted to spend all of our days hunting, however many days we had, eight, seven, eight days, um, we wanted to be back in this area behind where we're camped um, on the ground the whole time. And we got to go back there a half a day, and then that was it. We was like, we, we just we had to bail. Uh, uh, we didn't even get to hunt back there. Uh, there's plenty of people hunting back there, but... You could hear them. I mean, yep. Just yeah. There's there's no chance anybody's quiet back there. Yeah, and especially to get on a big deer. To, um, and the most frustrating thing is there's so many tracks in there. Ugh. You know, there's some good bucks in there, but you're you're just not going to get there's, up on them. There's got to be no. There's just zero way. It's in an area that it. looks like a peninsula that would be on the way north side of the unit. I mean, fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 That's funny right that there. That is pretty That's funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, and and then the other factor is the cold. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, which as much as you don't want it to be a factor, 
however many good layers of clothes you put on or anything like that, if you're sitting just outside in the cold, it, it you you get cold. Yeah, uh, I know I'm saying it obvious, just sleeps in. Yeah, so we couldn't even go back there and and do the whole ambush thing, you know, and just wait for them because it's just too dang cold. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have probably done it in a little bit in the evenings, but even even yesterday, last night with my buck, um, I was starting to get cold. You know, as it got evening, as as that sun started going going down, um, I think I shot that buck just before sundown. Uh, um, the sun had set. Had it had it set? Okay. Um, I knew it was, but it was close. Yeah. Um, I was starting to get cold, um, and I don't. I can't shoot with gloves on. When I, it changes my shot. Yeah. Um, I tried it. You know, I tried my different gloves, shooting with them on. I tried shooting with one on just, just my bow hand. Um, it changes my shot. So I can't shoot with gloves on. I just, I don't have the confidence to do it. Um, and it changes my shot enough to where I just didn't want to even try it. So I'm standing there with no gloves in the shade because when you're setting up like that, you're not going to be sitting out in the sun because they'll see you. So I'm in the shade. Um, it's getting colder and you start to notice if your hands gets, you know, your finger, especially your trigger finger, if that thing gets numb, you can let her fly before you're ready. Um, so all of these elements come into play. And so we just had to rule out that back area and go drive around. And we'll have, Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Hunt. We're going to pack camp up tomorrow after tomorrow noonish. Yep. Hunt our way out and, and head home. Oh, yeah. Uh, missing families, missing kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to, it's, time to go home. It's always tough on that, um, you know, be these long hunts. You know, the general five-day hunts where you go and uh, you're out there and you're back pretty quick. But we've been we've been at this for quite some time. Um was another thing uh, about today, you know, finding that buck. And after we found that buck, we uh, took a drive to town to get fuel and, and stuff like that. And, man, I was just, I went into just hyper-relaxed mode, you know, because I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in hunt mode like you guys still are. And, man, I just crashed. Yep. Just just totally crashed because this stuff wears you out, man. Yeah. Um, We've been doing this for seven days now, mm-hmm. um, so so yeah, it, it'll wear you out. Um, totally crashed, and you guys still got one more morning, and it's not going to be as hard on me tomorrow as it is on no. you guys. But I'm gonna sleep good tonight. <laughs> that means we get to get a got to make him get up and he, light he, the fire. He starts the fire. <laughs> I am not, I'm not the fire guy. I'm not the fire. guy. <laughs> I can't get out of my bed and do that anyway. <laughs> there is zero chance of that happening. <laughs> uh, I'll light the fires. That's what I do. Yeah. Well, I totally would. But like I said, there is zero chance. The way our, our tents arranged with our cots, there is zero chance. I'd have to knock Deedon out of bed. <laughs> I've been every morning telling him, get out of bed so I can get out of bed. Um, we got those bunco cots, and I'm on the bottom, and he's on the top, which works for me because I stay nice and warm. Yeah. Um, but... With where your cot's situated, 
I have to crawl into my cock. Yep. And getting out, I have to completely get out. All you have to do is just throw an arm out, reach out, <laughs> hit the clicker, start the heater. And he has a little bit of obsession with fire. He does. Well, he does. Kyle's, Kyle's, He's a fire Kyle, Kyle's a bit of a pyro. He likes to burn shit. Mostly grand, just wood. My granddad would say that that makes you wet the bed, so. Well, it doesn't do that. Okay. Well, Gotta it does make for fun being a firefighter, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully um, we'll have we more have to, to add a, to this story. Yeah. yeah do tomorrow. an addendum to this tomorrow. Right. That yeah. would be awesome. That would be really good. If we had two addendums, that'd be really great. Mm-hmm. We'll settle for one. But... Either way, great hunt, great yeah. memories. Super fun. Absolutely. Absolutely loved it. That's what's Highly so cool about it. you guys doing this podcast is, you know, we we truly have the memories now. Forever. Yeah. So. And it it is. Uh, you're right. I mean, it's kind of like I was talking about with the, uh, the mount. You know, um, me and Kyle both took our first elk together years ago. And I'm pretty sure I've told this story on the podcast. But you have. But, um, at least once I have, I have, I still have that mount though. I know, you know, and go ahead. I was going to, and, and, um, you know, it's one of the reasons that I was talking about doing a Euro mount, uh, with this, because it means a lot because we were all together. Right. Um, our first out, me and Kyle took together, uh, and I've got my deer from when me and you, that's the first animal that me and you took together, D-Don, um, so all of these things are, are, and to me, that's the, that's the trophy of it yeah. is the memory. The elk that I have is, it's not even as big as this deer I just shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It is not. So, um, so, um, but, but the mount that I have for it, it's just, you know, I just cut his horns off and I built a plaque and I decoupaged the, the picture. Um, and man, me and you look like pups in that picture, dude. It's freaking yeah. hilarious. Um. We're so young, but, but those kind of memories to me are fantastic. And, um, I've got to build the, the mount for the deer that I got when it was me and you deed on, and then I'll build one for this one. And if I do a, a shoulder mount, I can't do that. True. No, but you could do a plaque above it or below it. I can, I can, but, but, um, just, just before we did this podcast, we were talking, um, in there eating dinner, talking, and you know, you guys were saying, "Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't remember these things until I think Didon was sharing a story that his his mom had sent a clip of a VHS, a video, yeah. and he remembered exactly what he was wearing that day." But that's what that's what these mementos do. That's why we have them is yeah, because they spur it, the memory. They spur that memory. Mm-hmm. They bring back mm-hmm. all those different memories, um, and, and that's I mean, that's what it's about for us. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Hopefully, there's a there's a addendum, but uh, effectively, this is end of our 2020-2021 deer hunt podcast. Hopefully, mm-hmm. to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I bid you adios. Adios, guys. Thanks for joining. See you guys. Thanks for joining Not A Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.
don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.